she's a very attractive lady. Like, I wouldn't see why no one would not smash. I mean, other than the fact that lots have been in her because of what she does. But, like, I mean, I can understand. Yeah, you're grossed out. But it's okay. It's why we have a thing called protection and regular STD checking. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bromar Show. I am your host, Bromar. And before we jump right into our content which we'll be talking about a very famous actress a very specific actress she's having some trouble finding some love and i think it has to do with perhaps the fact that she's an actress but not really though because this is a different type of actress it's not your typical one you see in hollywood this one you might see somewhere else if you're catching my drift We'll talk about her coming up in just a couple moments. Along with that, I'll also talk about our current political climate here, just like my personal perspective and things on it, and which could be interesting. I don't know if you're feeling the same way. It might change your mind. I don't know. I also will talk about that here in just a couple moments. So stage five of the reopening process here in the state of Indiana has begun. Yes, it happened this weekend, and honestly, I don't know what to expect because we've just been used to at 75% capacity. And according to the mayor and the governor, it looks like there has been some progress in the decrease of coronavirus cases. But then that could also mean that they probably ran out of people to infect. At least the virus ran out of people to infect. So they have to go infect elsewhere. Or just stop infecting because, you know, it's over with. Everyone's infected. I mean, I don't know if I am, but, you know, they ran out of people to really just make it important. Anyway, so the state reopened back up. Now businesses can operate at full capacity. We are still required to wear face masks. And they're actually expanding that mandate until the beginning of October, which doesn't sound really too bad. They want to really see what's going on but i think something is not adding up and i'll talk about that again in the episode about the current political climate okay we're going to talk about a very famous and well-known actress and she has done very creative work and she's very talented and she goes by the name of riley reed and yeah, so I was looking up Riley Reed. You know, it looks like she has really nice tattoos uh, with Japanese letters on her back. Uh, she has, let's see, what else she has? She has three X's on like her left back shoulder. Uh, very cheeky. And yeah, um, very good looking. And she's also done a lot of work with, uh, hold on, I think I recognize some of these actors. Uh, you have Lisa Ann. She's done a lot of work too. Oh, uh, Johnny Sins. Uh, he's that one firefighter guy slash police officer and doctor, medic slash plumber, uh, package delivery handler. He was even a pizza boy. Oh man, he's he's the man of all trades. And it's like every picture that I find of him, he's with a woman. It's like women really do love guys with many trades, you know? with many professions. Maybe I should get more than one profession. Maybe I should become a police officer, delivery boy, plumber, whatever the case may be. I don't know. (laughs) 
But yeah, let's be real. We know who she is. Riley Reed, she is an adult actress. And a lot of us know where she has been and who she has been with because there's uh, receipts and actual footage of them. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about, but we're not going to talk about necessarily about that. What we're going to talk about is in regards to her dating life because this ties in a lot with the previous episode I talked about, which is you have all these very successful top-tier women like Cardi B and also quote-unquote freaks on the sheets that make songs and content about, you know, being a freak in the sheets, you know what I'm saying? And yet they either are single, they get divorced, and claims that their dating lives are difficult. And then I made the point of whether, like, is she really looking for what she really wants? It's the main question. So there has been various articles about her where she admits that it has been very difficult for her to find someone to date or to be in a committed relationship. She also admits that she hasn't even been kissed by a guy in like six or seven months now, which I find that shocking and surprising and I don't believe it. She has had some trouble dating guys because she's financially successful. And she feels that because she is a famous adult film actress, uh, that's the only reason why they're dating her because of that and for the money and not necessarily because they're interested in being with her, like as in for who she is, not for what she does. And she even had some guys on the third date saying that they're going to get her to quit the adult film industry and she really finds that guys asking her to quit her job is kind of f***ed up, you know, which it is because it's essentially her livelihood. And she even explained that she dated a guy for two years and the main struggle of their relationship was that she did adult film. And it wasn't until they both broke up that he told her that sometimes he didn't want to kiss her. So not even her exes want to kiss her. And I mean, she's a very attractive lady. Like, I wouldn't see why no one would not smash. I mean, other than the fact that lots have been in her because of what she does. But, like, I mean, I can understand. Yeah, you're grossed out. But it's okay. It's why we have a thing called protection and regular STD checking. <laughs> and she even explained that it can be sad and lonely at times and doesn't think she'll necessarily get a fairy tale ending. And Riley is not the only adult actress to talk about how the industry can affect their dating life. You have Lana Rhodes, who says that she was tired of being alone. Even Natalia Starr revealed that she's looking for a boyfriend. And again, this ties in to the previous episode I had about Cardi B's and Offset's divorce. And specifically the tweet about, you know, that guys aren't necessarily mad that women are out here singing about the wet ass P word and acting like freaks and hoes and all that. Apparently, we're not mad about that. The only issue is that they can't expect to be treated like a wife or a girlfriend if they're out here doing stuff like that. And, of course, people were angry about that. And the statement I made to that was that there are some guys that want to commit to women that act like freaks and hoes and all that. The only question is, do women that act like hoes, freaks etc. want to commit to those guys that are interested in them. And I guess the same could be applied here with Riley. Now, of course, this is 
what she does. It's her work. And I'm pretty sure there are plenty of guys out there that would like to date her, like to commit to her, even make out with her. And I honestly wouldn't know the situation of this. For all I know is that these guys at some point were cool with her working as an adult film actress. But, you know, as time progressed, they realized they probably weren't really cut out for this. And it's not what they expected. Now, my theory is, is that I think she could still find a guy. She can't. At least a guy that she wants. But the main concern here is the guy that she wants, well, he's more than likely going to get a lot of, uh, a lot of freedom in this. Because clearly, she does sex work. And the guy may not be comfortable with that or isn't comfortable with that, but is still wanting to be with her. And I mean, he could leave her, but maybe some part of him still wants to be with her. And in order for him to cope with the fact that she's working in the adult film industry, what he's going to do is he's going to go ahead and make the relationship open because she's out here, of course, being intimate with other guys because she gets paid to do it. And he's going to go out there and be intimate with other girls just to cope with the fact that she's out here being intimate with other guys because of her work. And he can't really change that. He can't really tell her, hey, you got to quit. I'm not comfortable with this. I mean, he can leave. But then again, the guy is interested in Riley and wants to make things work. And it's why he would resort to that. At least that's what I would say. And I mean, that's probably just coming from me, like what I would do. But I don't know Riley like that to a personal level. I just only know her as an actress, like an adult film actress. And could be nice to get to know her as a person, you know. But since I'm not within that caliber, I can't. I only know her as an actress. Now, I think this is the most important part I want to talk about. And just breaking down and explaining why previous relationships she has been with didn't work out. Or perhaps any future relationship she will be with is likely not going to work out. I'll explain here. So you have Riley Reed here, right? She does adult film for work. She's an adult film actress. And she has to be intimate with other guys. Has to be exposed to them and let them touch her and all this mess. You get the idea, right? Now, she's able to pretty much differentiate that from work and home. She knows while she's working with these guys, they're for work. There's really nothing special or emotional about this. It's just that they're they're working and they're getting paid to do this, right? And then she goes home to her boyfriend and she acknowledges that, hey, you know, I'm still here with you. I'm still coming home to you, whatever. So, I mean, don't feel threatened that the other guys are better than you, whatever, yada, 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 right? And that's why she would say that, if a guy really liked her for who she is, is that they would be okay with her doing this type of work, right? So that's from her perspective. Now, from the boyfriend's perspective, he knows that Riley is an adult film actress and has to film with other guys, letting her touch her and do all sorts of things to her. And, well, in the beginning, he was pretty cool about it. Perhaps there was just something in his mind that some little insecurity that made him think, you know what, what if that other guy out there is like, you know, giving her better pipe than I am, like, you know? And then kind of being logistical and logical about the situation, clearly she has to put a very good performance. So that guy is absolutely piping her down because they have to put a very good video, they have to make good money, so it has to be like good 
good bomb ass sex. Has to be a really nice sex scene. So that insecurity eventually grows and then he's thinking other things like, okay, you know what? Like the fact that that guy really, really pleased her. I don't think I can do that like him. And perhaps I don't think she genuinely likes me. Otherwise she, uh, and I get it. She did it for work, but like, you know, what if um, she enjoyed that? Because, you know, it's, it was good and she had fun. And the guy would think that, you know, if she really, really was into me, I would be getting that type of action in privacy. I would be getting that type of action in my bedroom or I would be in that scene, the very least. And so you can see how like that insecurity snowballs up and him just eventually not being cool and comfortable with that. Because then now he feels that she really doesn't like him for who he is. And she only likes him for what she can do for him, which would be emotional support and provide commitment, time, and support in the industry. And the guy would feel like he's being used specifically for that and therefore does not feel like the relationship is genuine or the attraction is even genuine or if there even is any attraction at all. So that right there could explain why her relationships really didn't work out. That's just me breaking it down. I'm not sure if you would agree with that. But again, you have someone here that has the ability to separate and split work from home. Therefore, why she would be cool with that type of relationship. But then you have the other guy who's like, you know, I get it. You do work in this, but it looks like he's getting the better sex, the better treatment than what he would if he was at home. And then therefore he would feel like she is not attracted to him because if she was, she would have brought him on all the scenes or she would have not done any scenes with guys or even like other guys told her to, she would have quit porn. I'm not saying she should, but I can see and understand the type of insecurities the exes or the guys were going through. That's just, again, me breaking that down. And also, I don't know what goes on through her daily life. I don't know exactly what went on, but this is just me speculating like what happened and what might happen in regards at least to her dating life. All right, we got a little bit carried away with some adult content, but I think we're going to shift gears and talk about politics and the election since it's coming up close and near. And more specifically, we're just going to talk about COVID. Because, yes, COVID, it's real and it's serious. It's not as serious as other pandemics or break or outbreaks. But I have a feeling that the U.S. is really milking the crap out of this. There has been some reports that Wuhan is completely reopened and that China has found a cure to it. And it's really funny because there has been articles and headlines saying that the FDA and the CDC are slowing down the progress of the vaccine because they have to go through much more stricter guidelines and screening and all this mess and etc. But I feel like I can see right under this curtain. It's about the election. It's why they're taking their sweet ass time with this vaccine. And look, I'm not gonna say that the US did a pretty horrible job with dealing with the pandemic, but it could have been a lot worse. Honestly, it, it it's still a horrible job either way, <laughs> but for sure it could have been a lot worse. I would say that because 
in the previous season, I talked about how Japan, one of the most densely populated countries, somehow managed to keep their death rate under a thousand. And here in the US, it's over a hundred thousand. It's like 10 times more from what Japan had. And the US is all spread out and everything. Now, a lot of people had made the point that other countries like Europe and Spain and Italy also have skyrocketing numbers of cases because of the fact that if you think with Japan, culturally, they don't necessarily shake hands to greet each other. They bow. And if someone's sick, well, they just wear a mask. Pretty simple. doesn't matter what it is. Whether it's just a cough, the flu, they'll wear a mask. Only if they're sick. And so then you go to Italy, you go to Spain, you know the way they greet each other. They give each other hugs. They kiss each other. All this mess. And of course, more contact with more people does increase the spread of the COVID. Therefore, increasing their death rate and increasing their cases. Because culturally, that's what they do. They touch each other to greet each other and etc. In Japan, it's a little different. It's kind of like a cultural thing. And even here in the United States, you know, we tend to hug each other and all this. And knowing that it is a melting pot, many different cultures have many different ways of greeting each other. And you can see why. And apparently our commander-in-chief knew the severity of the situation when it came to the coronavirus and that it was airborne and it was pretty serious. But I guess in order for him to appeal to the voter audience, he had to downplay it because it was election year and, you know, he really, really wanted to secure that seat again. And he's doing it right now again. Now, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's because of him that people are voting for him. But also, I like to point out that it's because of the Democratic Party. Like, for real, Joe Biden, come on. Like, I don't even want the guy. At this point, I prefer to just throw the whole country away, honestly. (laughs) It's just, now I paid attention to, like, why people vote for Trump. It's not only just because people are racist and all that. It's like... I don't know about you, but I get the feeling that this guy is also an absolute shit poster. An absolute walking shit poster. Like, you've already seen the type of comments he made on national television about disabled people, about immigrants, you name it. About serious situations. I mean, it's not a good look on him to a lot of people. And I remember there was this... (laughs) There was this video of Joe Biden, him trying to rally up Hispanic vote, and of course... He said something along the lines of, this is what I have to say to you. And he pulls out his freaking boomer phone, puts it up close to the mic, and starts playing Despacito. And it's like, bro, really? Like, Despacito is an old meme. Like, that's done. There's no Despacito 2.0. If you had Despacito 2.0, you would have gained more voters. Honestly. It would have been like, oh, shoot, he's got Despacito 2. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, we ought to vote for him. If he, if he has that type of stuff, who knows what other stuff he could get. That's just me. And of course, um, there was this edited video of Joe Biden playing the police straight coming from the underground. And it was a terribly edited video as in like people didn't even put the reverb on the track. And it's like the media took the bait. And yeah, he personally retweeted it. And people, or I guess specifically saying the media, took this as, oh, that he's uh, manipulating joe biden and distorting things and it's like you gotta be kidding me man this guy's an absolute shit poster it's like (sighs) it's really hard to explain this and there's also a meme that goes out there saying the left can't meme in which there's a lot of validity to that i mean really a lot (laughs) because you notice how when the left or at least people on the liberal side 
they make a meme or get a meme template and then they write this long ass paragraph explaining why it's a microtransgression and all that. And it's like, so it's not a meme then. It's like, oh no, it's a meme. I'm like, no, it's not a meme because you just explained like, you know, a whole ass paragraph on why this is bad. Like it's more like a informational thing. Like, which I mean, it's cool that we're all here spreading this information, but like, come on, don't, don't act like this is a meme. This is not a meme. It's just like an infomercial paragraph. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, I think I would say the Democratic Party is kind of shooting themselves in the foot on this one because it's like, you could have found a better candidate. This one, like, he doesn't even know where he is, honestly. Another thing I would like to say about Donald Trump is that, well, in my history class, in my government class, we were taught that another name for governors and politicians were actors. And which really explains a lot because a lot of governors and politicians, all they do is act. They act like they care about you. They act like they want to do this. They want to do that. Majority of them, of course. So I would see why they call them actors. And just like people that are acting, I mean, they pretty much have to put themselves in a situation where they would realistically behave, even though the situation, it's not real. So acting is not necessarily faking it, but it's like placing yourself in a specific situation on where your authentic self would act. I, I remember that's what my theater instructor told me. I only took an introductory course to this because it was like a requirement for my gen ed back in college. But I guess the same thing you could say about some of these politicians is that, you know, they, they're pretty much placing themselves in this thing and how they would authentically behave. And as you can see, Donald Trump is doing a superb job of being an actor. For goodness sake, he was in Celebrity Apprentice. He technically was an entertainer. And get this, what also adds more to the mix, why governors get called actors or politicians get called actors too? Because you've seen the dumb decisions some politicians make. It's almost like it's entertaining to watch just how it goes down. And that is what you can also explain here with Donald Trump, what he's doing. You see, it's like, to some extent, it's kind of entertaining. You know, it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're tweeting all this crap, and along with that, you made that statement, and then you're downplaying things, and it's like, to the point that, damn, this this crap is kind of entertaining. Like, what's going through this dude's head? Like, <laughs> like what's the process? And so that... Right there was my spiel about why governors and other politicians get called actors. Because putting the parallels to Hollywood actors and actresses, it's kind of exactly how they behave and what they provide. And also, another thing to add why <laughs> they're called actors, it's because they also work with other Hollywood actors. Like, I mean, it's clearly obvious. The parallel. Man, it's crazy. All right, so that's going to do it for me now. Thanks again for listening. Make sure you follow The Bromar Show on Instagram, which is at The Bromar Show. We also have an official Bromar Show page in which you can go and visit at bromarmedia.home.blog. I post in some articles here and there, and you can also tune in to the most recent episode of The Bromar Show. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And if you enjoyed the content, make sure you go ahead and share with your friends and let people know about the Bromar Show. I think it's time to spread the word around. And honestly, it's just for entertainment purposes most of the time. And sometimes I do provide some important information that you should know. But for a majority of the time, because it is COVID, I think it matters more and more and more that, well, 
people just have some way to escape their current reality because let's face it, this could be the new normal for uh, until election day, maybe. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and push through and thanks again for listening and until next time.